0: love talk radio
1: she was sitting all alone. and welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood, and welcome to our show. Tonight, we are going to be talking about a lot of crazy things, and one thing being that Donald Trump has been given a sentence by Facebook, and he has two years of suspension. What do you think about that? Did Facebook make the right decision? Also, do you remember when Donald Trump had all those innocent people that were just protesting, um, tear gassed. He said, no, they weren't being tear gassed. They were just saying they were doing it for another reason. You're not even going to believe what the administration is saying now. And plus, now the majority of the Republicans believe Donald Trump is going to be reinstated. Crazy craziness. But we have more and more for you as All You Need to Know Radio starts right now. Alright everybody. Thank you for joining us tonight. We're so ready to have you. So um I'm like you
2: tonight. I'm doing just great, John. Thanks for asking.
1: Alright. So Facebook decided that they wanted to give it off from only two years of a suspension instead of what they originally said. Of yeah. until, until he is no longer quote a dead to uh, uh, society. What do you think uh, about
2: that? Well, I think it's interesting. You know, Facebook is a very important place in our society. Um, I can't believe I'm, I'm saying that. that. I remember when Facebook first came out, and it seems so, so different. different these days from how it was originally. But one of the things that um, Facebook does these days is that they have a ton of power over politics because of um, how their user base has grown and old folks are using it to gather news. You know, when it was first started, it was never a news source, but now it certainly is a news source. And so um, Donald Trump's being placed on a suspension by Facebook holds significant power. We actually discussed last week how uh, Jack Dorsey's suspension of Donald Trump on Twitter holds significant power. And it really does have a power to change the messaging, the political messaging in the United States.
0: So when
2: uh, Facebook made this decision, I was very pleased with it, but then when they reversed the decision such that – he will be, quote, unquote, eligible for incident whatever that means, conveniently just a little bit before the 2024 presidential election.
0: Um,
2: it gives me a lot of pause because Facebook as a corporation. You know, they're not um, beholden to anybody but their shareholders to try to make money. And there is no question that Donald Trump made Facebook a ton of money through advertisements, both that he personally has paid for, but also that were paid for by his political action committees and other supporters.
0: So um,
2: I see a little bit of insidiousness in Facebook's decision to recant on the permanent ban, and I'm very concerned about what the future holds for Facebook and Donald Trump in general. So what we so are
1: saying, saying, though, is you're, you're saying, saying that, that Facebook is Facebook keeping him at bay to make money, basically?
2: Well, I think Facebook, yes, sort of. I think Facebook is um, keeping their options open, such that if he does file to run for president and actually run for president in the 2024 election, they will have an option to make money from his candidacy. Whereas, you know, their initial decision to um, completely ban him forever, which I think was probably appropriate under their own rules, um, would not allow money from the 2024 election, and um, I think was the right decision, but then they've gone back on it, and I, my perception, and I might be wrong about this, I wasn't in the room when that decision was made, so my perception is that at least some of it has to do with the fact that Donald Trump drives clicks to Facebook, a lot of them, which ultimately makes them advertising money.
1: Exactly, and I, I agree with you 100% on that with the fact that um, if Facebook... One is is trying to hold on to that just for money. Shame on them. Um, mm-hmm. They're worth billions of dollars. Uh, and Donald Trump called seven people to die. And so if Facebook doesn't put anything on a life, then um, it, it doesn't make sense to me.
2: Right. But, you know, corporations, of all corporations, you know, um, They're only beholden to their their court to their shareholders to try to make money, and so you know their stock is you know three hundred and thirty-two dollars a share, and I have a feeling that it goes down if Donald Trump is not on that um, platform. And just I while we were talking about Facebook, they're the number six most valuable company in America with a market capitalization of nine hundred forty-two billion dollars. I just looked this up. They're almost worth a trillion. Um, They they definitely have the money to um, political advertising for Donald Trump. But I think they're going to choose to do so anyway. I suspect that's why we have the reneging on the initial uh, permanent lifetime ban, and it's disturbing to me.
1: Well, and let's make sure that everybody understands that it's not only Facebook. It's also Instagram. So... um, it's a pretty big sentence because donald Trump lives off of social media he went from having access to over 600 million people down to nobody because he just closed his blog because his blog wasn't reaching anybody
2: right and, and you know the, the reach of the the president you know when donald Trump is the president he has incredible low pocketpit power in the reach of the United States Press Office, and, um, you know, everything he does is the news. But when he's no longer the president, uh, what he does is not necessarily newsworthy, at least not in the same way, I mean, big picture it is, but not in the same way that it was when he was the office holder. So by removing that bully pulpit of Twitter and Facebook and other social media, his ability to manage the narrative, which, you know, I really dislike Donald Trump for a whole bunch of reasons, both on all policy and a personal basis. But give credit where credit is due, if there's one thing it's good he's good at, is making a social media narrative, a message. And um, you know, by removing that power from him, the social media companies demonstrated uh, their importance in our society, which I mean we could all see that beforehand, but they're important to our national politics. As well as really muggles Donald Trump um, in a number of ways that the apparently really, really like, which gives me some charm for, though, but it's um, the concern that Facebook intends to go back on that ban when it actually matters, which is in the runoff to the 2024 presidential
1: election. And it, it really does matter because um, people look to Facebook for information. And when you have information that they're giving out, basically double standards to somebody, because like you're saying, and I kind of agree with you about money, it's pretty sad. It's pretty sad in itself. We were going to go to break, but I think I've decided against that. Um, What do you think that the Board of Directors or the Oversight Committee was actually thinking about in making this decision besides money?
2: You know, it's really hard to speculate, and clearly I wasn't in the room. That said, and, and, you know, unlike something like the Supreme Court, Facebook created the Board of Oversight so that they could hunt hard decisions like the Supreme Court. But unlike the Supreme Court, the Board of Oversight does not. Have to give like a detailed political analysis of why they're making a decision of whether or not it to suspend Donald Trump. So we don't really, really know exactly why. But um, my perspective on it is that it was primarily about money. That's that's my real real truth. But then the other part of it is um, they want to see whether or not he got a diminished capacity in the in the future. I I'm, I'm I'm speculating. speculating. But I think, you know, if in 2023 or whatever, he is indicted and, um, you know, kind of goes away way dodo and is, is less important to American politics and the Republican Party, or potentially he could die because he is adult and unhealthy. And uh, in that case, I like, could see Facebook reversing this decision if he's like, basically if his partner has abandoned him, if the GOP has abandoned him. I could I see Facebook it reversing its decision. What right. I'm concerned about and what I'm cynical about is if what happens, happens when uh, his party hasn't abandoned that, him and he and runs for president. president 1. 4, and he tells me, and despite him not changing any of his nasty, sarcastic, terrorist rhetoric, um, you know, accusing...
1: Can you talk just a little bit louder? Absolutely. There you go. Just even louder.
2: All right. Can you hear me now?
1: Yeah, that's a lot better.
0: All
1: right. Okay. So the people that are making these decisions then, then they are actually really not making them for the better of the public. They're making them based off of, of profits for Facebook. I personally think that after the two years, they were very careful in their ruling and saying that they would relook if see if he was still a menace to society then or a danger is the word that they use, that they would not, uh, that they're not going to reinstate him. I think personally, in two years, he's going to be very irrelevant.
2: And that's what I was saying. I hope you're right. And I mean, frankly, if he gets reinstated after he's irrelevant because he's been abandoned by the party or indicted or both then um, it will be fine for them to put him back on Facebook because nobody's going to listen to it. The problem is that the GOP, one of the two major political parties, has completely gone all in for this grifter and con man um, in, in, despite his election losses. Because of his sway over approximately, I'm going to say 25% of the American populace will treat Donald Trump more, more important than Jesus. Um, And, you know, that's very, very sad, and we can talk about the psychology of that, but from a pure politics perspective, the GOP appears to have made the calculus that they can't win elections without the support of Donald Trump because of his cult-like followers, and they're afraid that Donald Trump will tell all his followers not to vote for the GOP and will form a third party, which will effectively neuter the GOP from the ability to win elections. So, I mean, this thing... There's a lot of layers here, but ultimately it comes down to um, the effectiveness and the sway of Donald Trump over the, over the GOP. And if the, if, you, if his sway continues, then I don't see him ever changing significantly so that he can get back on Facebook.
1: All right, my friend. That means it means we need to take a quick break. This is All You Need to Know Radio with John Hollywood and Almost Wolves with Woolridge and None. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. This is the
3: late, the
0: great
1: Whitney Houston. Higher. Hey, everybody. That's who this is. It's your favorite radio host, John Hollywood, with All You Need to Know Radio. And I want to take some time out real quick to give a big shout-out to an amazing law firm, Warwick & Nunn. Guys, if you have any kind of legal problems of any kind, I mean, if you have personal injury, real estate, and um, business problems, transactions, if you need litigation help, uh, I don't know about parking tickets, but man, this law firm does everything. If you have been Taking advantage of and you think you have nowhere to turn, let me brighten your uh, eyes right now and put a smile on your face. Call 972-863-9592. That is 972-863-9592. Ask for Hunter or Amos. And it is Warridge and Nunn. That's Warridge and Nun, And they are a full-service law firm. They are are so incredible guys. One thing is they're trustworthy. The other is they actually will care about your case and explain it to you where you will be able to understand it. A lot of attorneys I've dealt with in my life. They like to talk over your head, not these guys. These guys want you to understand you do have a choice. You've got to be the one that makes the right choice. If you're having any problems legally, if you're having aggressive if you're having aggressive problems in your life to where you feel like you just have nowhere to turn, I've got the place you need to turn to. It is the law firm of Warwick and Nun at 972-863-95 92, That's 972-863-9592. Or go to royalrichnone.com. Make sure you tell these guys, Hunter and Almost that you heard about them on All You Need to Know Radio, your favorite radio show. And, guys, listen. Legal problems are just a thing of life. There are people out there that will take advantage of you. There are people out there that will make you feel that you have no options. These guys are rock stars. And in the courtroom, they are incredible. And they won't let you get taken advantage of. So, all you need to know radio and John Hollywood recommend, Woolridge and Nunn, Call them right now if you have any kind of legal problems, any kind of legal questions. 972-863-9592. That's 972-863-9592. Warburg and Nunn, the law firm, you need to know if you have any questions about things that are going on in your law. The law is a hard thing to understand. And I'm doing a longer commercial because I want to make sure you understand that I have dealt with very unethical attorneys before in the past. And these guys, you can hang your hat on. They are about building relationships with their clients. They want to make sure you understand legal services. They want to build partnerships. And they want to make sure that their clients' legal needs are addressed, no matter how small or how large. The one number you need to remember if you need a law firm is 972-863-9592. That's 972-863-9592 or warwordsandnone.com. Or email I-N-F-O at W-A-R-A-N-C-H-N-U-N-N dot Thank you again. You won't regret it if you call them. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on All You Need to Know Radio. Because all you need to know is Warage and Nunn. 972-863-9592. One last time, 972-863-9592 to clean their gutters.
0: Dad, I keep telling you it's dangerous. Climbing
1: ladders is too dangerous. Leaf Filter puts an end to that. So how does it
2: work? Leaf Filter's three-piece system filters out leaves and debris, letting water flow through freely.
1: Do we need to replace our gutters?
2: Great question. Leaf Filter could be installed right on top of your existing gutters. To sold? call 833-Leaf Filter or go to getleaffilter.com for your free gutter inspection and estimate.
1: And these mac and cheese get so cheesy.
3: Or it's because we use real cheese. cheese! Saturday only at Ashley Home Store's one-day sale. Buy one,
1: get one half off. Buy this sofa, get the love seat half off. Or get 0% interest for four years plus three months payment assistance. Don't miss it. Saturday only at Ashley Home
0: Store.
3: got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric, baby,
0: when I turn it on. Off from my city, off from my home.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am John Hollywood, your host. Thank you for joining us. Tonight's show is brought to you by American Wealth, 469-399-6390. Give them a call if you need some tax relief. Uh, we're right here with Almost Lords in the studio together, and we were talking about Facebook and how Facebook is uh, giving Donald Trump a sentence of only two years after seven people dying from his social media posts. And, uh, you know, once again, Almost, do you think the punishment fits the crime? I mean, not even close.
0: I mean, we've discussed
2: on the show before that it appears to be this a you know the conspiracy to commit sedition and overthrow the government by force should come with horrific severe criminal law penalties if the only penalty he gets is a social media ban it's not a sufficient punishment not even close perfect sounds good. Okay.
1: so the thing is is that when when they're doing things like making decisions they're making i i I was disappointed. I really was. I expected, you know, as as much as Facebook is so unavailable to the public and they're so, like, if, if they don't like something you do, like, if you don't like somebody and you post a picture of an old girlfriend and you report that as nudity, they don't check it. They don't do anything. They just put a hold on your account for three or four days. And you don't even have the ability to appeal it or anything like that that's just what happens and that's just craziness and i think that's wrong what do you think about that well you know it's it's challenging to
2: moderation of social media is one of the true largest challenges for those social media companies um i do think that uh, the internet and communication in general is a net positive for the general public um but uh the the fact that the general public doesn't have the same resources to um appeal a uh, negative action taken on their account by the company I mean that's the company's absolute right and absolute prerogative, but it's a little bit annoying, considering how much deference is given to people like Donald Trump or even people who are less lofty, you know um I'm 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 going to get this wrong but didn't Jake Paul get banned from Facebook or something like that and then subsequently appeal my my point is that if you're some sort of public figure um they treat you differently than if you're just a regular joe and you know I don't necessarily think that that's wrong for the company to do they're definitely allowed to do it but I understand why it's really annoying for users who are um unfairly targeted with uh, unappealable bans when they have their lives wrapped up in these social media accounts so you know there's a lot to say about it but ultimately um facebook can do whatever it wants and if you don't like
1: it get off facebook and there's two there's two really major things that have really gotten in my craw right now is that facebook is um Allowing, or it's not Facebook, I'm sorry. There's a new uh, report that's out that um, I'm having trouble putting my words together for it because I'm overall just blown away. But um, give me two seconds. There's two things I want to talk about. One is that everybody needs to be aware that the majority of the state of unemployment, this is off the topic, but this just came across. Uh, the majority of states of unemployment, most governors are stopping the $300 fee, uh, that's being paid to people. That's about 41 million people that are going to lose that $300 a week. And when that happens, it's going to be complete and other. It's going to be hard. It's going to be very hard on them. It's going to be hard on them because people are try, still trying to get their lives together. And what's so sad, all these governors are doing this specifically for political reasons. And so there's a big article out today that says, stop the live, business owners alert, having, been, having a problem finding people to work. They are having trouble finding people to do the work for the low wages they want to pay. So that's the actual problem: is the low wages. It's not the $300, and it's certainly not because, with the audacity of the Senate to sit and call the American people lazy and want to sit at home when they work less than six months a year, there's a different. This goes on to say there is a difference. Raise the wage, and the outcome will change. When you take away the $300 their life will change by them being homeless. What do you think about that, Almost? I have a lot of things to say about that. Um, I think that
2: the economy is clearly not working for the people in the working and middle classes, um, where uh, the wealthy and certain corporations keep getting richer and richer and richer, and um, inflation is going up, home prices are going up, healthcare costs are going up, food prices are going up, and uh, regular Joes, average folk, can't get ahead. And that's not the American dream. That's not why we have our capitalistic system of economics, where um, individuals are supposed to be able to get ahead with hard work. Um, if you listen to somebody like Bernie Sanders or somebody like Noam Chomsky, they'll tell you that this is a persistent problem that predates the pandemic by um, decades and decades, if not a century, um, where uh, the capitalist class, the the, the millionaires and billionaires um, are taking a larger and larger piece of the pie and, um, uh, the report that came out by ProPublica earlier this week makes very, very clear that they're not paying their fair share um, of taxes, not even close. Um, and so, you know, the economics of a um, unemployment benefit uh and the the low wages paid by certain um, employers, like for example, McDonald's, and not to beat up on McDonald's, but everybody knows that they don't pay a high wage, and so they're just used as a proxy. But there's a lot of employers who who pay um, wages that are significantly lower than uh, what they should be if they would have kept pace with productivity and inflation. Um, Other countries have a minimum wage that is tied to a cost of living index or goes up at the same rate as inflation such that um, the minimum wage, if we were to do that in America and had been doing it since the 1990s, the minimum wage would be something like $22.50 right now. And instead it's $7.50, which nobody can live off of. Nobody in America can get a two-bedroom apartment for minimum wage, even if they work overtime, it's impossible to do. And so, you know, it's an economic system that's manifesting itself as a political problem when um, Republican governors have convinced, you know, Republican governors are convinced that their constituents want there to be less um, unemployment assistance. It's really, really a problematic thing for the economy as a whole, and for um, our nation as a whole, when millions and millions of people don't understand that voting for Republicans is voting against their economic best interest. And the Democrats are doing a terrible job of effective messaging about that.
1: Agreed. Let's see what happens. Conference- What would
0: you do about that? Sure.
2: So, you know, with regards to and I think I think a big topic and something that I want to talk about on this show is personal income taxation. Um, This report came out by ProPublica, somebody, probably the IRS, but we don't know who, and ProPublica claims they don't know who either. Leaked the uh, personal individual tax returns of the 25 wealthiest Americans. I think that happened on Tuesday, a couple days ago. Maybe it was Monday. I strongly encourage everyone who's listening to this to read the ProPublica report. The ProPublica report is not hard to follow and it goes into detail about personal income taxation and the tricks used by billionaires to have an incredibly low effective tax rate. Um, my effective tax rate, almost Lawrence's effective tax rate, is something like 17 or 18 percent for personal income taxation. Obviously, it's higher because I pay things like property taxes and sales taxes. But we're just talking about income taxes for the purposes of this discussion. And so, my my effective tax rate is something like 17 or 18 percent after all um, deductions and um, uh, the, the things that you can do to attempt to lower your rate, credits. But um, Apparently, billionaires' effective tax rates are below 1%. I mean, less than 1% of their wealth growth is effectively captured by our income tax system, and these people are, do, are following the law. They are following the law and paying what they are required to pay by the law. The law is broken. The tax code is broken. Elon Musk – has a $55.7 billion loan collateralized against his Tesla shares that doesn't count as income, but he gets $55 billion from the company
1: that he controls. That's right. Okay, almost. Hold on. Was there... We need you. To... All right, guys, this is All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. Thank you so much for being a part of our show tonight. We are heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are live broadcasting America and around the world. If you miss, happen to miss our show, you can listen to us on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music, iTunes, anywhere you can listen to your favorite podcast. Now let's
0: hear what Copperhead has to say.
1: Copperhead, are you there?
0: Yes, I am. I don't know you're right on the head as far as a living wage. If you don't have a living wage. What's the purpose of having your job? I mean, most people go to work to make a living. They don't do it just because they enjoy it. So, having that compensation of pay is necessary. Uh, as far as the tax, get in. as far as tax codes go. Hey, can uh, you speak up a little bit? Speak up a little louder, uh, please. you. What do? Uh, all right, you can hear me now. All right. So with with Tax codes, um, let's use Amazon as a prime example, for, and Walmart. For years, Walmart has been uh, putting out mom-and-pop shops, little local shops, because they're able to mass-produce and mass-organize uh, their shops and take these mom-and-pop shops out of the way that were paying decent wages. They're paying moderate to cheap wages, but then along comes Amazon, who even so, so much more takes away from – they're killing Walmart. I mean, that's, that's the cold, hard truth of it they're in constant strikes with Amazon with their employees about whether or not they're getting paid enough. Both of these big, large companies that are nationwide pay zero in taxes, and it's because they can mark one category as a loss, put out a mom and pop shop, and still make a profit in other areas, but kind of net zero out everything, and so they can report a loss enough that they're not paying any taxes plus your loopholes. So how is it that these companies who are busy putting us out of work Creating jobs that are not nearly as valuable to their to the employee, and then turning around and not paying any taxes. That that becomes a very vicious cycle that then becomes we the people are paying larger portions of the tax for jobs that we don't like. So,
2: on so I, I I understand and agree. What you're talking about is corporate income taxation and corporate uh, tax avoidance, and it's. Hugely right. problematic, and low wages are also hugely problematic from employers like Walmart who subsidize their low wages by having their employees be on food stamps and Medicare, and Medicaid, excuse me, um, while simultaneously paying them too little to live even though they're doing full-time or nearly full-time work. And that, that's hugely problematic, and yes, Amazon and um, uh, Walmart and others like uh, Netflix, I believe, and Zoom, uh, Ring Central that owns Zoom, paid zero dollars in corporate income taxation in 2020 when they obviously made a ton of money because of the pandemic, and that's seriously problematic. Corporate income taxation, the uh, the avoidance is typically um, international corporate law, excuse me, international tax law. You may have heard of a double Dutch with an Irish sandwich. Which refers to uh, it, it refers to uh incorporating your corporation in uh, in holland uh, Dutch uh, and Ireland twice, and then you uh, put together a contract scenario where you're selling a license to a company and then have very very low corporate tax rates in those countries, and you can effectively avoid uh, paying corporate taxes on any corporate income, but that's not really what I was talking about. I was talking about individual income taxation for the wealthiest people in the world, the billionaires who control the freaking United States. Um, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Warren Buffett, and a few others had their taxes released this week. And you can see, I mean, what they do is abuse of... And they
1: released them with pride. Yeah. They didn't care.
2: ProPublica did. I mean, it's it's definitely illegal, but ProPublica claims that they don't know who uh, gave them the documents, and it's perfectly legal for them to report it. It's just illegal to receive the stolen documents, but they don't know who gave it to them. So ProPublica's fine from a legal perspective. But my point is that... Um, they're abusing. They're abusing local law. They're not, it, you know, we could change the tax code. We can reform the tax code in America such that the richest people who have ever lived will pay a higher uh, effective income tax rate than you and me and John and my secretary. But it would still be the same
0: percentage. Like if if they're paying more, uh, they're paying their ten or twenty percent, whatever it is. We paying our ten and twenty percent, it would affect us the same level, you know. What I mean? And that's what that's where the great equal. Uh, right, because,
2: because right. If, you, if you're taking if if Elon Musk makes twenty billion dollars of wealth gains, but he's able to report twenty thousand dollars of income and only pay taxes on twenty thousand dollars of income, even though he got twenty billion dollars richer, just think what we could do with the money in exactly. things and like they wouldn't have any more stress
0: in their life than we already do. So right. Like but, but
2: I'm to talking to... about America. What could America do with the money? Right. We could yeah. afford universal health care, yeah. universal college, um, uh, to repair our infrastructure, high-speed rail, all of these high-ticket items that Republicans and many Democrats say, oh, but we can't afford it. We can't pay for it. Bull. We totally could if we effectively taxed the wealthiest individuals in our society,
1: That's my point, and I'm hopping mad at that. Absolutely. Um,
3: Copperhead, what do you think about
1: Donald? We'll jump back a little bit because we didn't get to ask you your question about this. Facebook has issued a a suspension order of two years for Donald Trump after basically suspending his account with Facebook and Instagram just a couple of times. I mean – uh, basically not giving him a time limit. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think two years are we trampling on his civil rights like people are saying, on his First Amendment rights?
0: First of all, his First Amendment rights are not dictated by Facebook. He's allowed to talk as much as he wants to. He's just not allowed to use their corporation to publicize or promote his agenda. So that alone-
2: That's correct legal is... analysis, Copperhead. That's correct legal analysis. That's- Legally,
0: as, as far as his First Amendment, that's out of the picture. Second of all, I would say that um, according to the Boston Globe, which is one of our big predominant newspapers in America here, they wrote a whole article about why Donald Trump should be uh, criminally charged with the insurrection, with the um, abuse of power, with the uh, all the, uh, there's a list, a laundry list of stuff that they should uh, be prosecuting him on that. Boston Globe laid all the way out. So, having that said, I don't believe that somebody who has been it, it will be found guilty for insurrection and for abuse of power should be giving a platform uh, that would be that large for any length of time. And that should be one of those things that, like, while you're in jail, you don't have access to these things. If you're a criminal, you lose some of your rights. And if you found guilty on these things, then he should be lumped in that pile. As far as Facebook side of it, I think they're plenty extremely safe. They're looking at their shareholders right. going, well, there's enough people who, who voted for him that we need to make sure that we appease these people and that we appease these large corporations who vote Republican and vote for him. And so okay. we need to hey, Copper our dollars and our revenue coming in. Copperhead, we have
1: a live call. We're going to go ahead and take that real quick. Caller, your phone number ends with 8125. You're on live with All You Need to Know Radio. John Hollywood, your host. Almost Woolworths, our co-host in Copperhead. Who do we have this pleasure of speaking with?
3: My name is Joe. Hey and Joe. And I'm here because of the title of your pro- hi the title of your program. Oh, Technically, yeah. Facebook you does have the right. To
1: how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Where are you calling us from, sir? Montana. Montana. Okay, go ahead.
3: Uh, okay. Technically, Facebook—it's debatable. Does are
0: you there? Uh, I think he hung. I think he hung out. My computer
1: ran out of battery. just Okay. I'm
2: calling
1: the phone. Here, we'll take care of this.
0: Okay, he called back I can
1: still remember music used to make me I can't hear the show on my
3: phone. I That's a bad Oh, you guys having technical difficulties. Uh, just give me one second, we'll be
1: right with you. Also, uh, do you want to be on the phone? You want to be on the like main segment hearing? Okay. It mean, was weird because it said it was on the green, so it said it was cool. Alright, uh, we'll do it have uh,
0: Alright,
1: here we go. Alright, my friend. So sorry about that. Go ahead. You
3: said you were calling. because you like the topic of a show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the headline um, interested me, so I'm calling it. Facebook technically has the right to suspend anybody since it's a private corporation. However, years ago, Congress imposed a regulation on all major publishing firms that published any kind of media that had any kind of power, and they imposed it on Facebook. In that, as long as Facebook was fair on all sides, and if they were not considered a publishing platform, then they could do whatever they wanted, as long as they centered the left, the right, the middle, not a problem. But if they were going to be selective in what they were going to have on their platform, since it was so large, so influential, then they were going to come under, um, I forget the act, the law, the statute, that uh, made them... Um, that kind of um, ameliorate to a degree the first degree right to just do anything with the the First Amendment. So the First Amendment only applies to the government suppression of speech and not the private sector. So as a result, with their censoring 99% of the time, um, conservatives and not liberals, they have given up that particular right to be free from government scrutiny so turn it around 180 degrees facebook should not have the right to just suspend trump or anybody who's a trump supporter or conservative simply because they don't like their views
0: okay so we actually
1: have a lawyer on the phone with us almost you want to take that
2: Sure, thank you. So the fairness doctrine he's referring to has been repealed. It was re- repealed in the 80s, and he's just wrong about the law on that. Um, you're absolutely correct, uh, Joe, that uh, the fairness doctrine in the 80s, when it still existed, um, prevented a uh, radio show or a publishing company or like a news TV show. I'm not talking about um, fairness doctrine. What are you talking okay. about, fairness then? Doctrine. I'm not familiar with the law that you're, if you're describing.
3: Late. Right. Every late right it relates to to radio and TV what Congress did if I'm correct and since you're a lawyer maybe you yeah. want to do, put your paralegal on it is that with regards to not only social media but to publishing okay print publishing and mm-hmm. web publishing they impose mm-hmm. a law that says or a regulation that says as long as you do not act as a publisher in other words you do not discriminate against any kind of viewpoints you can have right. on your platform any kind of any kind of published content that you want. But if you're going to be extremely selective, then you're going to have to fall under the purview of um, maybe antitrust. I'm not sure. So this is what's so uh, applied so you will be the, to
0: FPC, the
2: the I'm sorry for interrupting. Please proceed.
3: No, go ahead. That's about it.
2: Okay. Sure, sure. So... I, I, let me let me let me understand your position here um I, I believe what you're trying to say is because in your opinion facebook only censors or for the vast majority of the time facebook censors uh conservative viewpoints that uh they should be subject to regulation um of uh their decision making of, of whether or not to I guess censor is the word that you're using, uh, censor those viewpoints, by an outside government regulatory body like the uh, FCC or something like that. Is that basically your position?
3: No, I'm not saying that they should be. I'm saying that the agency has already imposed mm-hmm. either the regulations, a law, or a statute that already has okay. limited their free speech. And it's not the fairness Okay. I'm saying that so, as a, so in I the private sector, you should. Uh-huh. I think we have a fundamental difference
2: of opinion right. on what, what the FTC the right. has the capability of doing. Um, and oh, 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 I also well, think that sure one of the one of the one I'm, of the issues I'm here, sure sir, is that is the contents the contents uh-huh. content of Donald Trump's speech on Facebook was demonstrably false and likely constitutes sedition, which is a serious felony. The um fomenting a okay. He said multiple different things on multiple occasions, such as you should be here on January sixth. It's going to be wild. Um
3: Back he was Zendaya?
2: directly he, 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 I believe he posted that on both Facebook and Twitter. And, um, that so constitutes you're saying
3: that's incendiary?
2: Absolutely. If you, yes, were, to sir. Get into
3: a, if you were to get into mm-hmm. a debate with uh, Dershowitz, you would lose the debate in three minutes. So you shouldn't even say that.
0: Sir, I'm, that I'm a national, a national
3: cindy-
2: championship debater.
3: You're going to be a debater. <laughs> Alan Dershowitz <laughs> is a lawyer who has already defended in one case in the Supreme Court. So your are protecting hey, Well, Alan Dershowitz is. is Alan Dershowitz, is Dershowitz, Dershowitz was likely lawyer. compromised <laughs> by
2: Jeffrey Epstein. Don't talk to me about lawyering. Alan Dershowitz is a dirty, dirty lawyer. You, if you're going to come on this show and accuse me of being a poor you lawyer, have proof you need to of that. get off.
3: You have a, Yes you have I do in,
2: in pu- Publicly available Flight logs indicated that uh, Alan Dershowitz
3: Flew on the that plane with like 14 year plane. old Girls yes. That he was on the same plane With Epstein that automatically Makes him a pedophile It
1: it's say the same bad. Thing about, Flying on a say private plane With 14 thing. year old
3: girls mm-hmm. would It doesn't you automatically say the Make him about, about Bill Clinton you could Uh-oh. and I'm fine with a complete
2: and detailed investigation on that, but the Republicans blocked it and had him killed in jail.
1: <laughs>
3: had who killed? Oh, ha- oh. They Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. Yes, they had him killed. <laughs> well, well the, Bill the Barr, Republican.
2: the Attorney General, covered it up, so we don't know what
3: really happened. I, s- I, I see. So oh, of course. we what <laughs> I mean, well, I control. like to listen to facts. All right. So, um, good. No, so do you believe, do you right. believe so,
1: Joe, do you believe that yeah. what Donald Trump did on January 6th by getting a crowd to storm the Capitol where seven people were killed, you don't think that justifies him being removed from social media?
3: You're assuming that he formed a crowd in order to storm the Capitol. Right, So I'm not assuming
1: anything. I I saw it on TV show. I happen to know Jack Dorsey, the owner of Twitter, pulled him off of Twitter because they found evidence in his Twitter feed of blueprints. He found evidence of directions to offices. I don't know why they were giving um, tours of the uh, Capitol when it was in a COVID shutdown, Donald Trump was in complete control of this, and further, Jack Dorsey felt that he was a a security risk to the country and people's lives because that's why he pulled him off social media that quickly. Also, oh, they found evidence okay. of another coup that was in the process of going to take place within the next two hours. That's why they removed him. So it wasn't just that one thing. They didn't
3: remove him. Well, I could also ask, you know, where's the, where's the evidence? But I'll just say this. The timeline is off. When, Tom, when Donald, if you're going to give him um, <laughs> the blame for saying, come on down because it's going to be wild, then I mean, you might have to incriminate just about every Republican and Democrat who ever ran for any type of campaign. Then when Trump so said, not only no, I'm just gonna just push just back just on
0: that. That, that none
2: no Democrat that I'm on, aware hold on, hold on. of was involved in a seditious conspiracy to storm the Capitol. No Democrat that I'm aware of was involved in a seditious conspiracy to storm the Capitol. I believe that there were several Republican congresspeople who were involved in a seditious conspiracy to storm the Capitol. So I mean, was there a Democrat who was involved in the seditious when I say seditious conspiracy, I mean the crime of planning to overthrow the government by force, was there any Democrat mm-hmm. involved in the and planning
3: of that? Well, I don't sure see any Republicans. But let's—I like to go to—I like to go the definition of the insurrection, the so-called insurrection, where um, a lot of people. Um, a lot of people believe it was Black Lives Matter uh, and Antifa, just as they've been storming around the country doing their thing, burning buildings. Oh, oh, so then why did all the
2: Republicans block the I investigation into it? I
3: have not finished. So, as a result of these people who stormed the Capitol, and it was a storming against the Capitol, um, none of them had machine guns, none of them had bazookas, none of them had plasma ray guns, but yet... Everybody is expecting that these people were going to hold hostage the entire United States government with their tanks, helicopters, drones, nuclear submarines, etc. It was not an insurrection. Anybody who believes that, he's an idiot.
2: Well, well, you Donald Trump and, 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 and Donald Trump and so others and others in his administration cool directed no... directed the National Guard and they, the Capitol uh, Police and, uh, not to attack his own supporters. His supporters were waving big flags and saying Trump twenty twenty.
3: Hey,
1: hey, Joe! Thank, thank you so, so much for your call. Know. We are out of time. Um, wow, what a crazy call. Um, uh, I'm sorry, almost. I just couldn't take anymore. No,
2: you're fine. I ever, got upset when
1: ever, these people lie. Well, you know, he doesn't know you. He doesn't know who he's dealing with, and I hope he
0: never calls the show again because he's a moron. I do. I do. I want to point out. I do want to point out. We have pointed out on the show several times about following the money and seeing the people who were magically able to afford multiple tickets to Washington D.C. for the day. They were encouraged to be there. We may not know exactly. What rooms. But it's very the...
1: I'm going to give you your two-minute warning because we have one minute for the show. And be uh, <laughs> ready for the song I'm going to play for you because I think it's apropos. Very good.
2: So uh, I think that the biggest issue in America today is voting rights. We need help on voting rights so the Republicans don't steal another election because they're trying to. Um, I also think that uh, personal income taxation is a huge issue, and y'all should all read that ProPublica report. Finally, I'm very pleased by the uh, vaccine improvements, and uh, I think Joe Biden's doing an okay job, but he needs to do more on messaging on the First two issues that I mentioned, um, such that the individuals in this country understand who's really on their team. Um, thank you so much for the platform. I love talking to you guys about politics. Good night.
0: Good night, almost. Good night, Amos. All right, and uh, Copperhead, your turn. I, I believe in the same things that almost is. I would want to uh, stress the honesty and integrity of the media and of our political leaders need to be, strenuously checked, validated, and stamped because uh, clearly they are still allowed to promote lies or shade things so that things aren't as clear to the American public as possible, uh, especially when it comes to things like gerrymandering and where taxes come from and where their budgets come from. I would encourage them to be as honest as possible. That's an oxymoron politics, I guess. But that's why we're here to help clarify some of that information and help disseminate that. That will help with those voting rights. That will help with the infrastructure. That will help with the diseases that are ravaged in in our baseline income just because we'll be able to be able to measure everything fairly instead of these distorted lies. All right, my friends. Thank you so much.
1: And, guys, I want to say thank you. I'm John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. We are heard exclusively every Thursday night. And I just want to... First of all, say if you are going to call into our radio program, do not ever think you're calling fake news, Fox News, Fox News, and ever going to call one of my co-hosts and one of the most amazing people I know and the best lawyer probably in this world, a liar. You would be very wrong in that, and you should be ashamed of yourself, Joe, which is not your real name. You don't even have the guts. To call your real name so in getting rid of that nobody let's not give him any more air let's be honest here I'm very I applaud almost at the same time with the president of the United States and the immunizations that are happening however it's not enough we need to everybody needs to be getting you need to get your vaccines guys we are going to hit herd immunity But we're so far away because people are still not taking this seriousness. You really do. I mean, if you've gotten one shot and 30 days have gone by, that one shot probably doesn't matter anymore. All the Republicans are and should be ashamed of themselves are attacking Dr. Farachi, making him get security, his wife get security, his kids get security. And all they're doing is calling him a liar. And Ron Paul, whoever the hell you are, I'm glad someone beat your ass last week of the year, and you were so un—you were you were just so unequivocally such a jerk about it. That's why your neighbor beats your butt. You're lucky Dr. Farachi actually has a little bit more class. With that, this is all you need to know. Radio. I'm John Hollywood, your host. Thank you for joining us. Good night. Yes. Yeah, so when did that guy call
0: Look into the window of my mind
1: Reflections of the fears I know
3: I'm